Hello everyone and welcome to The Bit Effect. Today is part two of Hitman 2016, the part where we shoot people. Yes, welcome to part two of Hitman, and this is where we're going to get a little more in-depth into each level as we go. Uh, with me is Smokinace's Craig. Hello. And Mike the Jackal. Uh, it's very hard not to do like the first name, nickname, last name, but we, we avoid last names here. Do we? Because, well, yeah, we're... Oh, we need to be international men of mystery. That's fair enough. Yeah, we can't make it in the Hitman world if folk know our full name. Exactly. I mean, we're not James Bond. We're just like, yeah, I don't care. Know my name. Mm. I don't care. Checking into a hotel. Um, What's your name? Uh, James Bond. You're like, mate, couldn't you have just not? Arthur Smith works just as well, <laughs> <Exactly>. buddy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Craig, you are the custodian of the Hitman world. Mm -hmm. um, so why don't you give us whatever brief intro you want to do and then you can take us to the first level uh you've caught me off guard so this episode i think what we thought we would do is go through each of the missions or episodes as they're called in season one and just give kind of like a rough not a play-by-play -play of everything not a play-by-play -play of the story more just i will take on the mission how we got through it anything funny or sad that happened during that time basically anything of note and what it might act as is if you've played it before, you might think, oh, I, that's how I played that mission. Or you might think, oh, I didn't know you could do that. And Or you might think, Dave, you numpty, <laughs> do something else. Exactly. Um, <laughs> how does that sound to you guys? You think that's worth doing? Yeah, I'm game. Cool. Um, will we cover the training mission? Uh, I failed this mission the first <laughs> time. Um, Open scene. Hitman lands on a helipad in a helicopter. It just doesn't <laughs> land on the helipad, like. And you have a, a training mission. So this is the first Hitman level, the first Hitman training level you have seen in many years. And what you're presented with is the ICA, which is I don't even know what ICA stands for, to be honest. The International Contracts Association. Let's go away. Um, have created sure have created this mini level of a boat which is clearly made from PDF and pinned up and it's got actors on it. And this acts as your tutorial, so it'll take you through um, distracting guards, getting disguises, how to navigate um, things like you, you've got a certain disguise, say a, a worker disguise for the boat, but there are certain people that can tell that you are not, you're, you're not supposed to be there. These guys are called enforcers and they actually become quite a problematic mechanic through it. like if there were no enforcers you could don any outfit and just wander anywhere and with that you're allowed to the enforcers act as kind of like a wee extra puzzle to get through yeah like these guys would know who has security to get into their their boss or who who's on their mm -hmm. crew or things like that yeah it makes yeah. sense um so the mission you've got is you've got to murder the boat owner because he's holding a party but he's actually a drug smuggler or a gun smuggler i mean no one cares about the story that much but you've been given a mission. You have some story objectives, mission objectives, and some opportunities here. And it's a case of have at it. Okay. Um, 
I, I'm absolutely game for this mission. I personally, the first time I played it, I went for the old, I'm going to sneak all the way into the boat, up the stairs, and at some point you learn that the the target is going to have a meeting with a certain person, and you can dress up as that certain person, have the meeting, and then shoot him in the head. So I did a Dave, I had the meeting, and ah. shot him in the head. And then... The last bit of the mechanic, I suppose, we didn't explain in the last episode is upon contract completion, you then have to escape and there are multiple escape routes which can be opened by opportunities. They can be unlocked by mission uh, level progression. Like if you keep leveling up a level, more opportunities present themselves. And Like, for example, if you happen to pick up a car key, Mm -hmm. then, oh, uh, you have the car key, you can just hop in this car and go instead exactly. of trying to make your way to an exfiltration yeah. point. Um, it works for infiltration points as well. Like, if you have played a level so much, instead of starting at the front gate, you can start as a dock worker or you could start as a waiter in the restaurant. Um, you can also hide guns in certain places, like a bin in the kitchen. You can stash a gun and you know where to pick it up. Very, very cool. Yes. How did you guys find this first tutorial level? The Adventure of Daisy Assassin is a simple one. Um, first off, you wing a cook in the head with a wrench. And and then you steal his outfit, of course, leave him naked in the chest. Uh, and then you're like, ooh, hey, rat poison. This this will be this will be handy. Uh, you then go to the bar and you're not quite sure which drink he's gonna pick up, so you put rat poison in all of them. Then you realize he's not going to take a drink off the bar. Um, say a quick prayer for all the people you just accidentally killed. And you follow him up. And I did the whole on the outside of the ship, do the quick lean into the window, shoot him in the head, and then walk out. Uh, yeah, so I, I did accidentally kill people on this well, one, I guess. But I, it was a tutorial. Okay, the, the rat poison just makes them sick. So the... Oh, okay, so the rat poison isn't yeah, the lethal the poison. the rat poison is actually, it's another way to kill him. You can disguise oh, okay. yourself as a waiter, poison his drink, and then follow him to the toilet and drown his head in the toilet when he's spewing. Now, to be fair, you could be allergic to the emetic. Right, yeah, and I mean, die. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I may have accidentally yeah. killed someone. Um, but yeah, it, it, uh, but I yeah. just think, yeah, this level, it's great. It sets you up, and it's not... You can replay it and it gets you used to replaying and replaying and replaying, but it's not the final test, which is the next mission. I am... Well, hold on. Uh, I, there, there is a bit... I've replayed this probably three or four times because this was getting used to the, okay, so this is how it can go and this is how it can go. But I do want to state that every time I played it, whether I was dressed as a security guard or the mm-hmm. wait staff or just myself, I always wanged the cook in the head. Perfect. <laughs> Oddly enough, I didn't. I didn't ever damage the chef. I dressed up as the guy in the white suit to meet him. I poisoned the guy so that he was sick in the toilet. I just generally snuck about, and you can, you know, flick enough coins to get someone into a toilet and then steal their outfit. There's, there's any number of nah, ways. Nah, you really should hit the chef with a wrench. I've never right. hit the chef. I've dropped the life boy nah. jacket, the life thing on him. Um, yeah, poor guy, poor guy. Um, so moving on from that, we do have the final test. The final test in story terms is the, uh, uh, another ICA handler, one of the, the higher-ups, um, once had a hit 
and it was a hit on our Russian dude who was ab- he's not absconding to another country. What's he doing? He's defecting. He's a spy who is defecting. There go. Got there. Uh, and this dude apparently snuck in, killed the guy, and snuck out without anyone noticing. And the final test is a recreation of this mission, which is an aircraft hangar, a bit of some offices, and an outdoor space in which immediately you've got to jump a fence and you're into a restricted area. And there are many, many ways. There's more ways in this to kill the guys that you need to kill. You're killing the general who's organising the defection and you're killing the defect or or the defectee. Yes. Well, you're, you're killing both the defectee and the person they're defecting yes. to. Um, so, and he's going to fly him out of the country in a MiG jet, which I've always found you can go to Russia and you can have a shot in a MiG for about £16,000. And I really want to do that. That's one of my life goals is, is to have a shot on a jet. Um, um, so They're just really fast planes, so do be mm, careful. Um, do you want me to do... I can explain the levels, but I take it... Do you, you don't want me to say what I did first. Mike, do you want to go first on this one, or Dave? Or? Uh, all right, so so this was the adolescent mission for Dave the Assassin. He hopped the fence without without killing uh, Steve and Frank, we'll, we'll call them. Uh, then then I lured one of the guards into the bushes, you know, gave him the old neck squeezy <laughs> squeeze, took his outfit... Walked up. Um, now, now this is where memory's getting a little squiffy. There's the guy you can kill with. Uh, that's playing chess. You can kill him by dropping the light mm-hmm. on him, right? All right. So, him, I lured out, shot him in the head, and then dropped the light on him because I needed it to look like an accident. Oh yeah, you can get him. Out. You can totally get him out, and you can drop the light on him if you shoot him in the head and then drop the light on him. Actually, does that work? Sorry, I my gut was saying no, surely not, no. but does it? No, but you see, I forgot that I was planning to drop the light on him, oh. and so I just shot him, and then I was like, oh, the, the light. light, and then I just shot the light. Um, and yeah, that was, boy, my mission explanations are going to be very boring. Um, I just shot them in the head. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one, this one, uh, this one. I, oddly enough, I kind of rank with Colorado. I don't like this one very mm. much. And uh, like, like, there's some funny ways to kill them. Like, I did check, and like, um, it's fun. You can like cheers and then shoot them in the head if mm-hmm. you want. But it's just, I, I don't really click with this level. And I wonder if it's because it's so compact. Yeah, it's like it's it's very it's compact, small. and it suffers from the same thing that Colorado does, which is there's no public space. There's no, there's no investigation. I know you don't necessarily do that, but I still think it affects the way you play, where you're instantly a bad guy in it. That is true. Um. Uh, so so yeah, this one this one was one of the ones where I scraped mm-hmm. by by the skin of my yeah. teeth. Uh, this was very much a bumble fest mm-hmm. for me. Um, I uh, had a a rip roaring time. I did the ejector seat thing. Um. Okay. But I did an absolute fantastic. I ended up accidentally doing a mission story or a, or an, an opportunity without realizing it. But at some point, you're shown a, a the jet. The general has been showing a pre, showing a presentation on a projector, and you can fiddle mm-hmm. with the projector. So I fiddled with the projector. Um, the general comes through to um, the general comes through to see the presentation from the defectee. 
and you can flick the switch to turn off the projector. So the defector, if you're following this, leaves to go and switch on the switch while the general fucks about with the projector and when the defector switches the switch, Fli- he yep. kills the general. <laughs> and then I, sh- I shot yep. the defector and left. <laughs> just like us. Some of the ways to kill people are just are brilliant. This this level, um, the shooting them through the roof in the ejector seat is is just it's painfully good. I really really like it. Um, no, it, it, it is strange. Like I noticed when Mike said it, right? Like when you do something like that, like when you set it up, you still have that urge to. Well, I'm gonna get out of here. They're gonna know it was me. Mm-hmm. Instead of standing and watching, it's like, oop, got to yeah. scoot, kind of thing. I mean, it's kind of, you have to have confidence. You have to recall Rodriguez it. You have to know that that plane is dive bombing right into the fuel tank or you, and just walk away. No, yeah, because I never did it. You can actually just stand and watch it. It's not like, not like anybody oh, accuses yeah, yeah. you, right? You're just like, I, nine yeah. times out of ten, I stand and watch. I, I watched him shoot himself through the roof and I was just like, oops, I'm all in. <laughs> Off to kill the general. Well then, <laughs> they don't because you're you're in disguise. It's not like him having an accident doesn't immediately expose you. I think it would be a terrible game if it did. In, in a lesser game, that would probably mm-hmm. happen. In fact, like that—that's my gut instinct. Is oh, yeah. we gotta get out of There's here. There's another thing that I think would break the game. Um, for me, I don't know if it would break the game for you guys. I should have mentioned it last episode because I thought about it when I was playing it. If people that you knocked out woke up after a set amount of time. You can knock someone out, put them in a freezer cabinet, and they stay there for hours, not dying. <laughs> unless unless somebody wakes them up, right? Like oh, if yeah. somebody comes across them. Yeah. If, if you knock someone out and leave them in public and someone sees them, they'll wake them up and immediately they're like, okay, looking about the place. Um, uh, to be fair... Oh, no, God. I was just going to say, there is a witness mechanic as, uh, as well. So if someone sees you mm-hmm. do something... It, it immediately tells you you're in a disguise, but people know that you're in a disguise. You need to get changed, essentially, is what it says. Yeah, I, I did get into one or two situations where it was lure man into bathroom, knock out man. Somebody comes mm-hmm. in, sees man. Oh, gotta get you too. <laughs> Somebody comes looking for second man. There's third man now. Somebody uh-huh. goes looking for third man. And it was it's just a daisy chain of people being knocked out in the bathroom. bathroom of people just knocked out. Oh, God, everyone's been drinking. Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> uh, like this is the the scoring system is so good as well because like my ultimate goal and something that I've not I've attempted and I've played about with but I've not done it yet is there's a specific way to play it and difficulty where you stay in the suit the entire time and that is like gold standard hitmaning for me is I want to get there. There's someone on YouTube. I don't know if you've ever seen a guy on YouTube. It's one of the few YouTubers I actually know, and it's Stealth Gamer BR. He does like Dishonored videos where it's just it's poetry in motion of smooth kills and and gorgeousness. But he also does suit only playthroughs of Hitman, and I've not I've not watched one because don't want to spoil it. But it's just that's my kind of gold status, Hitman. Mm-hmm. You can stealth in Dishonored. I didn't know that. <sighs> Oddly, you go watch a Stealth Gamer BR Dishonored 2 video and it is it does things like um, 
trick shots so he'll throw something so far up in there that you just think why are you throwing that and then like 30 seconds later he'll kill someone and this knife will drop down and kill someone else beside them well it's <laughs> it's, it's amazing it's actually amazing um like I, I now have goosebumps stealth gamer br if you're listening you give me a boner oh okay um moving on from bone uh-huh. cat um, okay, yeah, yeah, we sorry, have. sorry, Jesus, sorry, that, that's me. So moving on from Bone Town, we've got our first big level. It's a level we discussed in the last episode, so we don't need to get into too much detail, but it's Paris. Yeah. It's the showstopper. It is the the first big, rich level of, a, um, a, I was going to say a talent show, a fashion show. You have two targets. It explains. It doesn't explain. It demonstrates how some targets stay put, some targets roam. How you have to take advantage of uniforms. Everything that you learned in training is put into practice here, and I think it it works really well as a level. Um, for me, it's, it's one of my favourites. So, who, Dave? Do you want to tell us how you shot them not, in the head? Not, so. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know? Um, okay, so so Paris is not my favorite level, but I think it is the most impressive level, yeah, of, mm-hmm. of this game. Um, okay, so so I decided I should be Helmet Kruger yeah. because why not? So so I, I do the steps you have to do to get old Helmet Kruger, poor guy, and um, who I just knocked out. I didn't actually kill him, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay, okay, and. So I, I did the whole backstage thing where um, old Yellface comes in and starts yelling at people. I, I then took a pair of scissors and it did the dirty work. Uh-huh. Then shot him in the head. <laughs> and then I stuffed him into a bin somewhere. I believe it was in there. It's very hard because he there's a lot of people uh-huh. down there. And so I, I was proud of myself. I managed to stab him, shoot him, then stick him in there. I rescued yeah. him. There's a in, into there's the, an the anti hampers to that place where if you put a coin into the the weed exhibit, he'll come and look at it. You know, oh, and, and it's it, ne- never would have thought that was it's possible. It's a wee war recreation. His bodyguard walks off. It does like a wee war recreation. It's it's like it's one of those tiny things that you just think. They've put a lot of thought into this because it gets him by himself immediately and, and you can just murder him and stick him in a box. So moving on to Lady, who is having the secret auction. Um, if you are Helmet Kruger, you get offered a chance to work for her, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I, I did all the steps needed to get with her as Helmet Kruger. Mm-hmm. And then I shot her in the head. And then I walked it's absolutely, out. Like, I love it. Like I absolutely love it. Is this is part of the reason I love you? Is because you're just you're just so, um, you know, like meat and potatoes. You're just well, well, like like to be fair. So far, out of the three of us, I just want to point out. So far, me and Mike are way more assassin like than you are. You're this weird jigsaw killer kind of guy. <laughs> it's actually it's we're actual. Hit this men. is like the saw game. <laughs> You are seven. We are uh-huh. we are just assassins. Um, so I'll I'll go next for this one and then Mike and then we'll keep going on a rotation like that. So for me, um I did the I, I did do the helmet Kruger thing, but also sabotaged the um bit outside, there's a balcony outside of the exhibit. Uh, outside of the auction, sorry. 
and you can put an explosive on it so that when the fireworks go off, you can actually kill her at the same time with with a, a small explosive. So I, I got her mm-hmm. that way, and I that's after sorry that's the second thing that happens. The first one. Okay, I was going to ask if you did them out of yeah. order. No, the first one I did was I dropped the scaffold, the lighting rig on the guy uh, using the wrench. Okay. All right. It's one of the few ones that I've counted as a as a finish, but I, I think two innocent people are on stage with them as it crushes them. They knew what they were in for when they signed up for this fashion I mean, show, yeah. Craig. I, I, again, that's one of the ways. I've, I've killed those people, maybe, like any double digits each easily, <laughs> um, in a different way every single time, and I've walked out scot-free, so it is, it is that flex. You can poison his drink at the bar. Oh, yeah, that's right. I know there's an achievement for shooting him while he's giving the speech. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I never quite figured out how... how okay, how do you I do that? I did it from a balcony up the stairs, uh, dressed. Oh, okay, so you weren't down in yeah, the crowd. I okay. did it dressed as the Halloween um, outfit. There's an achievement for doing it dressed as that. And honest to God, it's funny because you're not safe anywhere in this Halloween outfit. Everyone's like, you are not supposed to be here, but you're dressed as like the Grim... Not the Grim Reaper, <laughs> but something like that. Um Oh, fair enough. Okay, yeah, because that was one I tried. I tried. I tried shooting him, but I just got caught. Mm-hmm. You know, well, I didn't get caught, but you know what I mean. I got no. I, went, I went up into the rafters. Uh, the achievements, just on that note, the achievements they always are based on something like kill Dahlia while something something something, or kill such and such with a specific thing. So if you look at the achievement descriptions, you get a it's another hint as to a funny or oddly specific way to kill someone. Right, so uh, mission two, episode two, uh, is Sapienza. So Sapienza is an Italian um, seaside coastal mansion. You've got a small town, uh, there's a church, there's some boats, there's a, a beautiful mansion, and it also has an underground James Bond cave lab. Oh, no, that's Umbrella is all hell. Mm-hmm. So, um, before we crack on with Sapienza, uh, we should note that Mike had a small issue and we lost some of his audio. So, just to recap on the levels, in the first training mission, Mike, what did you do? You dropped the lifeboat thing on the man's head. It was a smooth that- execution. And uh, the first, the, the final test, you shot the man through the roof, I believe. Yep. Another clean kill. <laughs> this is good. There's a pattern here. It sounds like you're on to your clean killing. In Paris, you dressed up as Helmut Kruger. You mm-hmm. shot What's-Her-Face, Margola in the head and hid her in a cupboard and then looked at yourself in the mirror for 20 minutes. Yep. Um, and turned on all the before. Taps. Yep, and turned on the taps before shooting What's-His-Face in the head. And the now balcony. we hit... Uh, from the balcony. And now we hit Sapienza. So, as I was saying, Sapienza is a beautiful Italian town. It's it's just... It's a lovely wee place, and there's so much opportunity here. I think where Paris has a lot of focus inside the building, and slightly outside, but inside the building there's a lot going on. Sapienza is a much bigger map. There are more entry points to the mansion. There are more opportunities. There are different types of opportunities in interacting with locals or, you know, like going down the beach 
and round and actually entering the underground lab as a starting point, which is pretty... Oh, really? Yeah, you can absolutely do that. Uh, there's a lot you can do there. So, rotating round. Mike, you go first for this one since we've, we've not heard for you for the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, all that was wasted, check, but yeah. What check your wavy to... line so that you're... Yep, wavy line is happy, so we're all good. Good. We're all good. Good stuff. Apologies, apologies. I, I apologised to Dave profusely for about five minutes before, when you were gone then, but oh, of fine. course apologies to, to yourself. I did a sort of Boris Johnson sort of hand expression there, which no one can see apart from me <laughs> then, but um, yeah, so, <laughs> so so Sapienza is where things went wrong for me, and there's a lot of guards in this level. If you're stood at the top of a little there windy is. staircase shooting them in the head... They don't come as frequently as you'd like. (laughs) So this was a case of... um, I really wanted to see the the bits that I wanted. The the sniper rifle sounds like the perfect opportunity here. But when you've got an automatic gun at a long distance, you'll find out that shooting someone does take about 50 shots, but you... (laughs) <laughs> 50 shots of alarming screams across an entire map <laughs> which can suddenly offset any stealth tactics for the second target um, so yeah this was an absolute Rambo marathon not as strategic as Rambo by any stretch um, <laughs> and Rambo 2 not Rambo 1 yeah yeah definitely more Rambo 2 um, <laughs> and there was an absolute bloodbath. There were streets of blood. There were I could have picked up so many guns I would have become Rambo, literally. But it was just sort of ooh, just go through a big mansion, kill everything that moves, kill more things that move, kill a few more things that move, and then plumb the depths to kill further things. With with more armor, <laughs> more bullets, a few scientists. A few potentially good-looking bits, which I didn't fully understand what I was doing. For example, grabbing a... Was it a, a virus or a serum that you have to get from a... Um, it's a, a virus. Lab? It's a yeah. virus that can target... Much like coronavirus these days was built by the Chinese to target Trump, um, mm. this is that virus. How dare you, sir? How dare you? Well, in comparison... He is our mad king. Uh, you know, I've I've heard things earlier in the in the podcast saying that you'll need to pick up keys, for example, to use cars to get out of there. But I don't know if it was just luck of the draw, but I already had a key to get on a plane, and that's how I made my yep. exit. Oh, nice! Mm. But yeah, just brutality. It was it was disgusting. Mm. There, that's probably opportunity in this level. I never experienced that at all. Okay. Apologies. Um, I'll I'll go this time because I sure. I um the first time I killed both the guy and the woman were the the highlight ways to kill them. I disguised myself as a masseuse and snapped his neck, and then I disguised myself as a lab person and sabotaged the lab. But the actual opportunity that is best to talk about is a timed. It's a very, very, very timed thing. But what you can do in the lab is you can trigger the alarm or you can alarm yourself. You can just shoot into the lab and everyone panics 
Mr. Watts's face, Mr. Target we'll call him, gets on his plane and tries to escape. At which point you can carefully time a cannon shot from the cannon <laughs> on top of the castle and you can absolutely blow his plane out of the sky. Uh, it's it's a fantastic opportunity, but it doesn't beat the funny one, which I was talking about in the last level, and it is the sniper one. So I'll, I'll describe this in more detail, but basically you start in Sapienza. I'm leveled up a bit, so I can start with a sniper rifle and a briefcase. Great. You head to the church. You do a bit of sneaking. You end up at the top of the church with a sniper rifle and absolutely no opportunity to see your target, apart from a brief moment in his 12-minute walk around when he looks out of a concert, out of an observatory. So you can shoot a power button to make sure the observatory points in a particular direction. And then when he looks through that telescope, you can see a big comedy eyeball at the other side of it, and, <laughs> and you shoot that. And the bullet clearly bounces down the inside of the telescope and kills him. <laughs> it's fantastic. All right, okay. She's a bit, uh, the, the woman in this is a bit less of a fun target because she's surrounded by 400 million guards. And yeah. um, there are a couple of creative ways to kill her, but the easiest way is to just lure her into the bathroom, snap her neck and put her in a cupboard. Is it the easiest way? Yeah. I beg to differ, sir. Oh, what did you do? I shot her in the head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, so uh, this one, this one again, like Mike, not the movie, like the man. I I tried to okay, I'm gonna do this well. So I started. There's there's a very comical Italian lady. I I felt. Uh, it made me feel at home, yelling out her window mm-hmm. to her brother who's supposed to start work today. And you're like, well, this obviously seems like it's an opportunity. So I walked up and I you know, knocked on the door and said, there's something wrong with your sink. And then I kicked the door in, put him to sleep, didn't kill him. Took his clothes because nobody knows what he looks like, right? So, so why you had to take his specific clothes, I don't quite know. But I look, I look like a, a nice Italian chef. And the, the the target has a favorite mother's recipe of spaghetti sauce. Turns out it's just from a can. So you make the spaghetti sauce and you put a little bit of a, a medic in it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, uh, the, the, I wasn't expecting this. Instead of running to the bathroom, he runs to the balcony, right? To puke. Oh, yeah. Yep. And... You couldn't push him right over the edge, falls down the cliff, and dies. I am not willing to take that chance. So I shot him in the head. <laughs> and then threw him over the cliff. Mike, you had the perfect opportunity to just just push him. What if he just lands on his legs and starts screaming? What if you have like a Will Ferrell and Austin Powers moment where he starts yelling, I'm okay, I'm all right, I just hurt my legs. You don't want that, so you shoot the man in the head. Uh, so, so I threw his... Dead body off off the thing. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, then made my way down to the lab mm-hmm. where I was like, ooh, it's Umbrella. Yep. And I, I found a hazmat suit. Uh, you go in, you tinker with all the stuff so the centrifuge uh, malfunctions. Mm-hmm. And you pr- that's okay. You pretty much ruined the virus. Uh, it is funny to see the other two lab technicians like freaking out about the virus. Yeah. 
And so, uh, the lady got shot in the head, and I, I very professionally left the level. Hmm. Uh, thus ends my adventure in Sapienza, the home country, the old country. Um... I did, I did, I did really, like, this, this was about the part where I started to realize, okay, this game really has a sense of humor of, like, this guy going on and on about his mother's recipe. Uh Uh-huh. And it's just canned tomato sauce. It's pretty good. It is, it's, it it does, every level has a slight sense of humor. There's, there's, there is humanity in the NPCs and some of the things you get, like, your stereotypical bold guards and guards talking about crap. Yep. Um, it reminded me of what did we play, Dave? Help me out. And uh, uh, no, actually, we all played it. Control when you drop down to the underground lab, and the two guards are standing outside, and they're just like, "Yeah, she's a fucking nutbag. I can't believe all of this is going on, and we're just standing out here protecting this woman." Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like stuff like that. It, it, I love moments in games like that where it just shows a wee bit of humanity rather than oh there's an npc patrolling um this level this level is is like in terms of rankings i really like this level mainly because of that that moment where you step into the cave and you're like oh oh this is what we got going Mm -hmm. on huh like like it it took me the juxtaposition between the lab and the mansion is huge i I really like that it is it's it's very good it's a very good level um so just moving on because we'll move on reasonably swiftly uh next we have marrakesh or marrakesh marrakesh it's marrakesh marrakesh you've got a hustle bustle indian town city i don't know marrakesh so you've got markets you have a a large building and you've got an old abandoned school and these are where your two targets are one of your targets is some sort of crap you know army general type figure who you just tin pot dictator i believe is the phrase you're looking for Um, and the other one is a corrupt banker who has taken advantage of the civil unrest in marrakesh and this, again, it's another great world-building level because you've got, you do have civil unrest, you've got riots and protests out the side the front of a consulate where your Swedish banker mm-hmm. is a way to try and escape. Um, you've got your dictator-type guy who's trying to take control, who has um, appropriated a school to use as his base of operations. Very cool environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Very, very cool. There are... Um, many opportunities again. Again, this is this is another one where you've got two very separate targets in two completely different places, but you do have opportunities to kill them together. They meet if you watch them for long enough, um, and there, there's an opportunity to blow them up with a tank at that point and just get both of them in one go. Um, oh wow, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you can absolutely just obliterate them in one go. Uh, so, am I going first this time? Yeah, I think so. So from yeah, uh, for me, I played the masseuse. So I started off life on as a reporter. There was a uh, someone looking for a camera, a cameraman uh, to yeah. interview, and I started off on the track of becoming a reporter. This eventually led me into the building. At which point, I abandoned that track because I I 
wasn't really f- if you accidentally start on one of the the optional quests unless you specifically tell it to track you don't see the highlighted things you just have to roll with it and figure out what's going on so i abandoned ship and uh eventually i became a masseuse and i went to the reception okay. and i called mr Ber- bergstrom strongstrom bergstrom bergstrom Whatever his name is. Uh, anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway uh, it's Mr. Bergstrom. Uh, could you please go to the massage room for your massage? At which point I snapped his could neck. Could you try to do that in a 47 voice? Uh, well, it's like, the receptionist you know. that shouts, not you. Yeah, but when you talk to him, you're like, I'm ready are for your massage. I'm you ready for your massage. Yeah, I, you're very good at that. I can't, I can't do that. Um, <laughs> so you can actually, and this is another thing I love, is you can... Just give him a massage, like you can. That, you right. can just give him a massage, but I definitely decided at this point to snap his neck. At which point, I made a hoofed it over to the school via an underground series of tunnels that were built and look again quite, quite Resident Evilly because you're in you're in Marrakesh and before you know it, you're in this futuristic tunnel system with shit under there. It's like a locker room in the middle of them for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, they do. Is, uh, they, that's <laughs> where they keep all their jock straps. So um, uh, you eventually make it to the school and for me I killed the general by infiltrating the school sneaking through to where a hostage was being kept and was that a Formula 1 car? Yeah, that was some somebody with a glass pack muffler. Sorry, wow, that's me. Wow, that was ridiculous. Um, so I infiltrated the school and I found a hostage when I was dressed as a guard. So I was ended up guarding a hostage and I thought, I'm totally going to go as a hostage. You can disguise as your ho- the hostage and the general comes to interrogate you. Dangerous play, but you pretend to be tied up to the chair you wait and wait and wait. The general comes along and you can jump up and snap his neck. So that is what I did for that. Stuffed him in the cupboard and walked out. Um. So, Dave? Uh, All right. We're, uh, we're, we're fairly simpatico mm-hmm. on, on the masseuse angle. Yep. Uh, so I did everything you did. Um, Except you shot until him. Until he sticks his, sticks his face in the center hole in the, in the thing, uh-huh. in the chair. And I shot him in the back of the head. <laughs> Um, I then walked out, walked across to the school. I didn't go to the tunnels. I went, I went, you know, hoofing it mm. to the city. And I'm like, okay, how am I going to get this guy? And I watched him, watched his cycle. And he would go up these stairs and down these stairs and up these stairs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, will you get off the damn stairs? Because he's always got like two or three people with him, right? Yep. That he's constantly yelling about stuff. And so I'm like, look, the man's never going to get off the stairs. So I, I did the, I went you know, oh, this is going to be tough to explain. But you know how it's got, like, stadium stairs, right? Yes. Like, you can see the other stairway. Mm-hmm. Um, I went all the way up. And as he was coming up, I shot him through, like, a slot. Okay, yeah. In the stairs. So uh, I also shot him in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, managed to hoof it out of there without being... I mean, I mean, the guards freak out, but unless they see you, they don't necessarily go after you. Yeah. So, uh, yep, uh, my, this was not brief. I took a long time watching the general. Like, this was probably a 20-minute level for me because oh, I'm like, wow. all right, how am I going to shoot him in the head? 20-minute level. And I was still in the market. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, because this this is the one I was probably the most patient on with the, all right, how do I shoot this man in the skull? Uh, but yeah, I, I achieved it. Um, this one, I think, is where I had trouble exfiltrating. Okay. I think. And so I had to find, like, a weird way out because there, there was that whole, I thought... Is there an exfiltration point by the uh There's just like some little mob? door with That's... a key, isn't there, in the middle of the market near enough? Yep, there's a door with a key in the middle of the market. You can get out the way you came in as well, back at the kind of restaurant where they're watching football or whatever. No, they're watching protests. Jesus, Craig, they're not all cheering yeah, for football. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're actually watching protests. I don't know why I never well, clicked then... until this point. I just thought they were watching football and were really passionate. <laughs> <laughs> um, well then you know what I, I can't I don't think I remember how I exfiltrated if, but I did if you exfiltrated from the school I almost guarantee there's a, an exfiltration point that's only about 100 metres away and it's if you're looking at the oh. school to the left there's a, an alley and if you go down the alley there's just a few wee blobbing about the place and you leave through a bit there's not oh, it might, that might have been the gate. way to do it because I remember having trouble with guards mm-hmm. but I, I can't quite remember exactly how yeah. I got out of there. Uh, Mike? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, this this level I absolutely messed up, to be honest. I, first time in, I, I decided to go straight into the market, um, already conscious of all these guards everywhere. Decided to climb up some ladders, which took me onto the roof of a of some part of the market, and I thought, what is the point of all this? It was ridiculous, and I ended up just shooting everybody. And then dying and starting over again. <laughs> so this time I thought, right, let's avoid all that market stuff. That's crazy. I don't know what's going on. This this level's massive. Um, so I headed back down a few of the back routes from where you're starting. Um, and found a little shop with a guy talking to a woman outside. And and, and I, it showed that I was going to trespass if I went into the shop. But he was talking about his father, who was some professor or something like that. So I sneaked in. Went, went up the staircase in here and I was already trespassing and he was already on my case but I caught this guy up on the roof and he's just reading a newspaper I think and I just popped him in the head took all his clothes and it turned out he had a key to the school um, or some, something to that effect some, some some sort of how fortuitous I can't remember what it was but I, I thought this, this makes sense so I came all the way down and then the sun was like really kicking off because I'd gone into the shop and gone in the secret room uh, so I shot him <laughs> <laughs> and then the guards came to investigate the two guards who were who were close by uh, I shot both of those in the head before anyone could complain dragged their bodies into the shop and made my way to the school at which point uh, so you, you get in there I, I slowly made it around um, saw a load of load of people like training I, I set off something to distract them and then jumped through a window which actually took me into the school Um it was sort of by fluke in a way, but then I sort of just slowly made my way all the way up to the end of the corridor, which brought me to that room with the um, with the hostage. Uh, so I I think I got off quite lightly because I sort of skipped loads of this by accident. Um, but I got all the way through. There was no one in the room apart from the hostage, which was a bit odd. Uh, and I went out the back door to clothesline. Checked the target, and it turned out he was just about to walk in to see the hostage at this point, which is a bit odd. So I popped in, shot him in the head, and then slowly walked down the back. Um, I don't know why there was no security guards with him, because it seems like everyone else had a lot of security with him. Um, um, yeah, when he goes into interview the hostage, he, the security guard stays outside, so he goes into the room solo. But there's normally 
a security guard in the room with the hostage. But yeah, there's no one. There. I, I can't remember. I can't remember. I think he asks the guard to leave, and it's only if you go and take over the hostage, like to to infiltrate that way, that you have to deal with the security guard in that room. Well, I I really don't know what happened then, but I I just I got him. I slowly made my way down the side of the back of the building and and made my way back to the centre again. At which point, I think finally some sort of alert came in, and I thought, "Oh shit!" But uh, but I I then made it over to the actual building, but I I went down a little side bit to the so where the protests all going on. I thought of going around the right side, but it seemed like I was trespassing if I walked behind the guards there. And I didn't want them to clock on, so I just ran through the procession. And there's two guys talking in a little mini sort of alleyway on the front. It's pretty weird, but it gave me the opportunity to hop the wall. Um take out a guard who was walking around there and then I got into the garage um, so from there I got access to the some sort of under under car park or, or under parking bay sort of garage bit and I went under there which brought me into some secret tunnel system brought me all the way up into the building at which point I got to the reception and they were talking about the uh, the masseuse so I sneaked into a room waited for my my opportunity to kill him. It never came. Eventually he went to go get some food from the canteen. The cleaner decided to go on his lunch break at that time, I'm guessing. And I I cut him to pieces. Took his clothes. <laughs> um, um, before getting caught for having illegal items on me, which I had to throw away in some other toilet somewhere, I um, I got up there and got to snap the neck of my... my um, of my very, very happy client before running away. And So yeah... Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. I, I no, did that, that alter is... the truth a little bit. I did probably shoot a lot of people in there as well, but I'm not going to mention that. Fine. I'm going to make this one sound like a good stealthy one. That's fine. It doesn't... It doesn't I was going to say, that tends to be your MO, it seems. <laughs> <laughs> right, that that sounds like you did not cock that up, Mike, despite the fact that you did not tell us about all the people you murdered along the way. So, well done. Good job, Hitman. Um, so that concludes part two of our now three-part Hitman series, or episodes. Um, We are going to come back next week and talk about the last three levels and give our final thoughts. So, on that note, just say, Pichoo, people. There's a problem with the bathroom. (laughs) I like that, I like that. Thanks. Right, see you later. Bye. Bye.